Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Pastor Major H. Gibbons Sr. coming to you this morning from On the Wall in Ministries here in Alta Vista, Virginia. We're coming to you this morning at our Sunday School Hour. We're coming here on October the 29th, 5th Sunday, Lesson 9 out of our King James Version of our Commentary, Standard Commentary. If you have a uh, any other literature other than uh, Union Gospel Press, you can follow along with us this morning. Uh, our lesson this morning is Freedom as an Heir, uh, coming out of Galatians 3rd chapter, verses 23 uh, through the 4th chapter, verses 7. So we hopefully, as we study this morning, Freedom as an Heir, uh, we're going to study our lesson names this morning to restate the task of the law, then compare and contrast the conditions under the law which con uh, with conditions under Christ Jesus. Then state one way to express the reality of this Galatians 4th chapter, verses 7, uh, to an unbeliever. Uh, wherefore thou art no evil, more, or thou art not more servant, but a son, even if the son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. So we're looking at that today, trying to contrast about uh, how we uh, express this reality in our lesson this morning. So hopefully let's get up on the line, up online discussion, up on our lesson this morning, then we'll understand the reality of the law versus grace under Jesus Christ. Freedom as an heir. Galatians 3rd chapter verses 23 uh, through the 4th chapter verses 7. Our scripture reads, but before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut out under faith, which should always be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us into Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith came, uh, we are no longer under the schoolmaster. For ye are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have been put on Christ. There is neither uh, Jew nor Greek, nor bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. For if we be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. Fourth chapter, verse, first verse. Now I say, that and the heir, as long as the child differs uh, nothing from the servant, uh, though it be the Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors unto the time appointed unto his father. For even so, when uh, we were children, we were in the bondage under the elements of the world, but uh, under the fullness of time was come. God sent his son made of a woman, under, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, uh, God has set his, forth his spirit of the son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou no more servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. May God bless the reading and the hearing of his holy and his righteous word. Again, let's reinstate the task of the law, then compare and contrast those conditions that are under the law uh, with the conditions that are under Christ, uh, then state a way to express that reality to an unbeliever, how now they can have that relationship with Christ, uh, with God through Christ Jesus. Uh, introduction. From a slave. Until I was in high school, I believed that God relished the 
uh, prospect of discipline me and sending me to hell for my sin. And because of this wrong view of God, I tried to manage my works with a list of do's and don'ts. And I was practicing a healthy rejection of evil led by the spirit. I was a slave to my own attempts to earn my salvation. And this was my only relationship with God. Paul's words in our today's text had something to say uh, to my young heart. And they also speak to all of us who puts the law in the proper context. As we look at our lesson context this morning, uh, in our printed text, Paul uh, is continuing his efforts to be able to instruct the Galatians Christians about the correct relationship between law and grace. And because of some of the false teachers uh, called those Judaizers at the time, the churches in the province of Galatia were adding works to the law to the gospel of Christ. And Paul reflected on his own exceeding zealous experience of Judaism and how he highlighted his inability to be able to follow the law to a point uh, of justification. So through Christ, the process of salvation has been revealed to the whole world. Paul went on to show the unifying nature of salvation all for all who believed in Christ. Because of Paul's preaching of the gospel of grace, some of the opponents accused him of acting contrary to the Old Testament. While Paul presented a new message of grace without apology, he also readily acknowledged that there was purpose of the old law of Moses. He strenuously maintained that the new is much more superior, but the old had a vital purpose in God's plan. In Galatians 3, chapter 15 through 22, uh, focuses on the illustration of Abraham's seed. Uh, it is Christ alone who fulfilled the law. And this fulfillment did not uh, do away with the promises that God had made to Abraham. Far from it. Instead, Jesus was the means by which is made good to the promises that he made to Abraham and his descendants. So Paul focused in our lesson today on the limitations of the law, namely that it could not impart righteousness or life uh, to those who uh, did not believe. So we want to look at that today. The Abraham seed is our first study, getting into Galatians 3rd chapter, verses 23 through 29, before faith, 23 and 24. He says, but before faith came, we were under the law and shut out under the faith, which was always should be revealed. So here he says that before we uh, faith came, we were under the law. And, and then we were shut up unto faith, which should always should have been revealed. So he is telling us here that the full purpose of the law was be able to lead us unto faith, not to be able to have us to be able to operate under the law. But he said, until that came, faith came, we were under the law. But once faith came as a way uh, that he had shown unto Abraham, now we are no more under the law, but we are under grace. Verse 24, wherefore the law was what? Our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. So he's saying that from the time that, uh, uh, that the law came in, that faith has always been the way by way we were justified. Even Abraham, he was justified by faith and seen righteous unto God because he what? He believed God. 
and his word. Even though he was a hundred years old and though he, uh, Sarah was 90, when God told him mm -hmm. that he was going to be the father of many nations, he said that he believed God. Mm -hmm. And by that, he was justified by faith and being righteous. So the schoolmaster is one that teaches us to be, uh, uh, until we get into the full uh, effect of what is being taught to us. So the schoolmaster shows us until the actual uh, law come into being. So the law's purpose was not ever to save us, but the law was to show us the need to be saved. We talked about it on Friday at our institute. And the law, uh, it shows us our wrongness until we get to a place of being uh, depraved. I think they call it depravity. It, 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 it was in our study, the, the, the doctrine of depravity. We need to find ourselves in need of a Savior before we even attempt to find a Savior. you got to find yourself in need in order for to look for anything. If I'm in need of food, that, that I, I have to have that need and the knowledge of it before I get the hunger of it. So the need of food and the hunger for food, it, it comes because of the fact that I know that I have a direct need for it for me to give life. So the law is the same way. The law came to teach us and to show us that we were in need of something more uh, than uh, just to follow the letter of the law. He said the law could not do, but God sent his son into the world to what? To fulfill the law. The work of Christ was the what? The culmination of God's plan for our salvation, placing our faith in him was the success of the schoolmaster. So the law was to be able to show us that we could not live according to the law and we needed something else to fulfill that. And that came through what? Jesus Christ. Now that Christ has come, uh, we do not look to the law the way that it was in the Old Testament, but rather we look to Christ who is the end of the law unto righteousness. So what we could not do under the law, Christ made it available to us uh, by his death and his resurrection uh, that he made uh, through us and made available to us through his love that he had for us. So let's look at faith in Christ. Uh, verse 25, but after that faith has come, we are not no longer under the schoolmaster. Paul's Galatians audience held that justification was both and construct. Their understanding of justification required both uh, following the law and expressing their faith in Christ. To correct this error, Paul highlighted the superiority and finality of faith in bringing justification. Now that Christ has come, he said the schoolmaster, the law, is no longer required. It is out of work once we come to Christ. Discover the freedom that he alone can provide to us. And at this point, we have matured to where we are no part, that we are now part of God's family. And now being part of God's family, we no longer need that law to guide and direct us, but we have Christ, which is now in our hearts. Verse 26, for ye are all, what, children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. 
those false teachers there in Galatia would have strenuously opposed Paul's statement here that the only way to say that the Gentiles did not have to follow the law. The Judaizers, the first point of contention was that the Jews had to obey the law of Moses just like they did. Mm -hmm. Jews believed that children of God that they were the children of God was their designation that belonged to them alone. And then, in order for to be become children of God, they had to be proselyte Jews. Uh, if you were a Gentile that you wanted to become a Jew, you had to be a proselyte Jew. You had to come in and join the Jewish faith and set up under the law. But through faith in Christ, we can be equally called children of God, not by the letter of the law. Paul had much more to say about faith as he relates to salvation. But right now, the summary statement is that we are here sufficient for the line of the argument that he's establishing that we are children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Verse 27, for as many of you that have been baptized into Christ, you put on Christ. Mm -hmm. So baptism is a ritual that they're dipping in the water far before John the Baptist baptized Jesus. But the New Testament baptism is different. The New Testament baptism is that we go down in sin and then we come up washed in the blood of Jesus, made righteous by his death and his resurrection. So now we are free to that because we are baptized into Christ and we put on him who is what? The fulfillment of the law. Christ fulfilled every aspect of the law. He said that I did not come to do away with the law, but he came as the fulfillment of what the intent of the law was. The intent of the law was to draw us closer to Jesus, but what happened to God, but what the law could not do, Christ did to revive and to reclaim and to restore our relationship with him. Mm -hmm. No. Verse 28, he says, neither there is Jew nor Greek, neither there is bond nor free, neither there is male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Here he's saying, because the Jews thought themselves to have gained this relationship with him on their own, he's telling them now that there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for we are all, what, one in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Again, the Jews thought they had upmanship on everybody. They thought that they were the chosen children of God. But here, Paul is telling them now, because of what Christ did on Calvary, we are neither Jew nor Greek, and we are neither bond nor free. You know, they had a whole lot of things with slaves during that time. So he's telling them now, that I'm no more slave. When I am in Christ, I'm no bond, nor slave, neither am I free. Yeah. He says that we are neither male nor female. You know what? The females had nothing in the uh, early church because they could not participate. Yeah. So now Christ has come along. He mm -hmm. says, now when I'm in Christ, when you put on Christ, you are neither male nor female. And and that threw a, a, that threw a rock right at them because Judaism... Had, had they female had no right to vote, had no right to own, had no right to do anything. But what he's telling them now is that you are neither male nor female in Christ. We are all one in Christ Jesus. That's a drastic turn away from what the Jews were raised to believe. So he's telling them now in Christ we are all one. Verse 29, he says, if ye be what Christ, if you are 
in Christ. Yeah. Now you are Abraham's seed. Yeah. You're heir according to the promise. The promise that God made Abraham. Now if we put on Christ, if I accept Christ as my Lord and my Savior, now I'm part of the promise that God made to Abraham. Amen. Now I am one of Abraham's seed. Now think yeah. about it. Yeah. What does the seed do? So. The seed is being planted, doesn't it? Yes. But it, it it produced another plant. So we come to church not just to be plants. We come to church to be seeds so that we can sow the relationship that we have in Christ with somebody else. Amen. Uh, part two, God's children. Yes. Verses yes. Uh, in the fourth chapter, we drop down to Galatians fourth chapter, verses one through seven. Mm -hmm. uh, underage heirs. Uh, verses one and two said, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, uh, uh, differs nothing from a servant. He says, though that he be the Lord of all, but he is under tutors and governors until the time is appointed to the father. Amen. He says, okay, you may be an heir. You're a, ch you're a child of Abraham. You're a child of God. You're a son of Abraham. But you're young. Mm -hmm. You haven't gotten there yet. He said, but because while you're a child, while you're under the law, you need to be raised up and taught and different from one of a servant. He said, you're just like a, a servant. You're just like a child. But he said, though you're the Lord over the servant, yes. that servant is the one teaching you and yes. tutoring you yes. and showing yes. you how to live until you, the time your father take him away from over you. Yes. See, God's father put a tutor over you, and then that tutor is over you until you're what? Given back to the Father. Then Amen. the tutor said, I'm through with him. Yeah. I'm going to give him back to the Father. Now he's been taught everything. So that's what the law did. The law taught us everything, but the law couldn't make us right. No. What made us right was Christ. See, yeah. Christ could make us right. Yeah. Verse 3 yeah. said, even so when we were children, yeah. we were in bondage under the elements of the world. Yeah. Before we knew the reality, the maturity in Christ, we were under the bondage of the elements of this world. The world had us. The world uh, had us in bondage. Everything that God wants us to do, the world tells us what? The opposite. It pulls us away from God instead yeah. of pulling us toward God. So yeah. we were under the bondage of the elements of the world while we were children. Yeah. See, Paul tells us in another text, he said, be no more children. Be being tossed to and fro oh, by every wind, every doctrine. There it is. Go ahead, brother. He said that renew that mind in you, which was what? In Christ Jesus. Not renew your mind with your own thinking, but renew your mind like Christ does. Amen. Think like this. He said, we're not under that elements of the world because we know better. We know differently. And then he said, once we come to the knowledge, we become what? Crowned heirs of God. He said, but when fullness of time has come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law. See, he, he made, the law says that you have to have a relationship between a man and a woman in order for her to have a child. Yes. So he was born under the law. God made a law said birth happens when man and woman consummate a relationship and that seed is sown and now that child is raised up. He says that now when the fullness of time has come, that's when a woman's at nine months, ain't it? Yeah. When the fullness of time has come, God sent his son made of a woman. Yeah. Huh? Uh, made under the law, made the way that the law requires, 
that man and a woman come together. Amen. You know, but what happened is God what overcame Mary, yeah. and then he, he blessed her to have a child, to have the son of God. Mm -hmm. But he was made under the law by what? Of a woman. Of a woman. Of a woman. Why? Verse 5 says mm -hmm. to what? To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions of some. See, we, the law could not redeem us. Mm -hmm. The law says that you speak. But the law won't make the car make the, the car flow down, does it? Okay. <laughs> the law just says you're wrong. The law says you're wrong under the law. But in order for us to be redeemed of the law, something had to happen. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the law ain't gonna change. Right. But what we need somebody to do is stand in our stead. Christ stood in our stead when we had to go to court. Amen. We were standing in the court guilty. And all of a sudden, the judge was getting ready to put the uh, judgment down on us. And Christ stood in our stead. Yeah. And he took the fault for us. Yes, and that's what Christ did. Amen. And then, selfish act. He said that, and because ye are sons, mm -hmm. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. He mm -hmm. said that, and because now God received you as a son, that he sent forth, not Jesus, but the spirit. See, Christ comes to save us, but we need God's spirit in us every day Amen. to guide and direct. He said yes, he sent the yes. spirit, what? In our hearts. Yes. The spirit of Christ in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Now we can now cry, Abba. See, you could not cry. You could not call God your father mm -hmm. because you had to go to the priest. Mm -hmm. You had to go to the priest. The priest, uh, I need to pray for me. So you go to the priest and the priest pray for you. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, and, and, and the priest might have a problem with you. I don't know whether he want to pray for you or not. But now he says that I go to God now myself and yes, say, God, yes. Father, Abba, Abba, Father, Abba means Daddy. Abba. See, Father sometimes feel like it's, it's it's not personal. But when you have a personal relationship with God, Jesus. you can call him Abba, Father, my Daddy. Father. You know, Dad is real close to you. Ain't it's different than a father. You might not even know your father. Mm -hmm. huh? You might not know your father until you get a certain age, ain't you? Yes, yes. But your daddy, daddy you know your daddy, daddy, you know your daddy. You know Don't daddy. nobody have to introduce you daddy. to your daddy. Yes. But they might have to introduce you to your father. Amen. Our father is one that is intimately imposed to you. Verse 7, our last verse. He says, Wherefore, thou art no more servant, mm -mm. but a son. And if a son then is the heir of God through Christ. So what, what Abraham, uh, the promise that God made Abraham that we, uh, he would have heirs that would outnumber the sands of the sea and, and the stars of the sky. Now you and I, we are part of that family of God. Mm -hmm. Adoption through what Jesus Christ. Yes, now we are yes. part of the promise that he made to Abraham mm -hmm. because of what Christ did on Calvary. Amen. See, you and I, we were outside of the Jewish family. Yes, we well. could we were outside of the family of God. Yeah. And we could not wake out, work our way in. Mm -hmm. But what Christ did on Calvary, the work that he did on Calvary, not our works, yes. but what the work he did on Calvary made us right with God. Amen. You know, ain't it good to know that you yes. can be right with God? Even though we've made mistakes, even yes. though we've messed up, yes. even though we've done some things that we are ashamed of, you can be made right with God Amen. just by accepting Jesus Christ Thank to come into your life. Thank so you. as we conclude this morning, in my freshman year of high school, now this is the, this not me, this is the 
uh, 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 the writer of our lesson, he said he went to a camp that was described uh, Jesus in a new way. The teaching depicted God, my father, as one who loved me so much that God will forgive me and never abandon me. The teachings were good news. When I surrendered to Jesus, I realized that I had been a slave to the works-based salvation, a slave to sin, a slave to fear, a slave to trying hard but never been able to do what was required by the law to do. He said, but the situation was not hopeless. A pardon had been provided through the death of Jesus Christ. I am free from the anguish and you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, enjoy the same status as we all do. We are loved. We are our father's children. Our status is the result of the relationship that we have now through Christ. The spirit lives now in our hearts. And it confirms this by Christ. And God has a plan from the beginning, regardless of who we were in Christ, you are now made right with God. Mm -hmm. You have been bought with a price. Mm -hmm. You've been adopted into God's family. Mm -hmm. We are now no more slaves to the law, mm -hmm. but no more slaves to traditions, no more slaves to cultural norms, mm -hmm. no other restrictions. We are now free to serve the Lord through faith. In Jesus Christ, to live fully as the heirs of God. Mm -hmm. So our prayer today for everyone, please forgive us of the times when we act as though we are, that you are not enough. Mm -hmm. and, and then thank you, Lord, that now you identify that you uh, give us by loving us and making us your children. Mm -hmm. Help us to live in the promise that you have to give us through faith in Jesus Christ. We pray it in his precious name. Let the household of faith say, Amen. Amen. So our thought to remember this morning is whoever we are, wherever we come from, we can be the children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. God bless Amen. you. May heaven ever smile upon Amen. you. Uh, we're going to end our uh, uh, production this morning, uh, and we're going to come back at 930 uh, for our worship hour, but we thank God for you joining us this morning at our Sunday school hour. We ask that you continue to pray for our family. I uh, told you that we put to rest my brother last Saturday. We ask your prayers for the family. Pray for his children, grandchildren. Pray for the entire family that we are going through. And we ask that you continue to bless our ministry here at On The Wall E Ministries, and we will continue to pray for you if you just continue to pray for us. God bless you. We'll see you again at 930. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.